superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. I love you guys. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I feel like I'm an expert on Antonio Brown. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We're getting it twisted because you just accused Tom Brady of running a scam through his train. Unless you think it was the Bucks' plan. It's not Brady. It's the Bucks who brought Alex Garrow in because they do have him. The Rich Eisen Show. Standing on the sideline. Earlier on the show. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Rams linebacker Von Miller. Coming up. A complete week 18 preview and Packers running back AJ Dillon and now it's Rich Eisen our number three of the Rich Eisen show is on the air AJ Dillon of the Green Bay Packers is going to be joining us in 20 minutes time we already spoke to Von Miller of the Rams I zoomed with him yesterday he said this Rams team that he's on right now more talented than the 2015 Broncos team that won the Super Bowl, won Super Bowl 50, that he was the MVP of that Super Bowl win against the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, how about that? That he and Donald and Ramsey and Cup and Obdell and so on and so forth. Stafford, I pointed out the sheriff might not like this statement, but we'll <laughs> see how it all plays now that it's out there in the universe. And he, I just, Vaughn just looked comfortable and happy and chill. And the number of times yeah. he said he loves it living here in Los Angeles, it he, was... I mean, I live here. I get it. So <laughs> it's uh, great. <laughs> if you missed any of it, if you missed any of it, go go to our uh, our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We just began to also post some of the videos on our Twitter handle at Rich Eisen Show. Um, so um, there's all that. Uh, we're about to get ready for TJ Jefferson's big ass grab bag, but there's a couple of pieces of news uh, that I want to hit that uh, we had Ian Rappaport on in the first hour asking about the Jacksonville Jaguars' plans to hire a coach. He said that um, uh, Bill O'Brien's on the list. As you know, he's the offensive coordinator in the national championship game for Alabama. Anybody wants to, you know, get a get a gig if they're, you know, been fired, just go to Alabama and start winning some games and you're on people's lists. And obviously he knows the AFC South and the Jaguars will – Come grab him. Ian pointed out he's a pretty darn good coach before he mm-hmm. tried his hand at uh, player personnel. And, uh, Cardinals fans know all, know all about him as player personnel trading away DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine the Jaguars would not hand that sort of control to him. Probably not. You know, but he did. He did. Let's put it this way. He did develop Deshaun Watson. So why not take another Clemson Tiger and have him say, uh, do the do the same. Do that thing. Do that thing too. Yeah, the thing you did with him, do that with. with uh, him. Although they're they're talking to your OC Kellen Moore tonight. Yeah, um, he's not leaving the building. I just think the guy they should take is the guy that they're interviewing apparently right now. That's Byron Leftwich. Mm. Byron Leftwich's issue, if there is one, is that okay? We see what you did with the goat, but he also did it with Jameis before the end of that. Sure. He was there when Jameis was going back-to-back, what, 500, 400 games, you know? Um, He knows the area. 
I just love I just love his personality. He brings the and don't forget, Arians was in that chair to our, to my right, right here in our set years ago, and he said, "If I ever come back, I, I I'm I'm not calling the plays." And the guy who he called to say, "I'm I'd I'd like to come back, but I'm not doing it." You're the guy, is Leftwich. That's the guy who he's trusted. That's the guy who he's entrusted. You know, and the Jaguars fans know him. I'll cape for him. But yeah, what did you do? It's Tom Brady. Well, somebody's got to work with Tom Brady, huh? Someone's got to call the plays. Uh, I'm. I, I think that's the guy right there. That would kind of make sense to me. Yeah, I think Bill O'Brien is a good spot too. I mean, I can't go wrong either one of those guys. Like this guy went to the playoffs with Brian Hoyer and Brock Osweiler. Like the dude can really coach. And I know he, some of the personnel moves have kind of clouded people's judgment or maybe caused them to forget about that, but this guy can really get it done. And he's a real hard-nosed guy. You know, the famous clip of him yelling at Tom Brady on the sideline, and maybe that's what Trevor Lawrence needs right now. To be yelled at? Some tough love and some hard coaching. Yeah, which maybe he, he didn't get at Clemson, and he certainly didn't get this year in Jackson. But that doesn't mean he needs to be a coach who's you know an old school yeller and screamer. I'm talking though. about yelling, getting in his face. I'm just talking about some hard nose. How about he? So what's he, what's he done that make you go? All right, this he's kid needs stunk. to. Be, That's what he's done. Team stinks. And by the way, like I tried to tell you all last year, maybe people were putting Trevor Lawrence on too high of a pedestal. And it seems as though maybe that was the case. Well, Obviously, not, not door, optimal but. conditions. Let's not but. forget how many how many uh, games did Aikman win as a rookie? Uh, what did he go? He, either one in fifteen. Yeah, yeah. One. So one. He turned. But Where's then again, Aikman Brockman Where's doesn't Aikman think Aikman's now? that great either. So I think he's yeah. a, oh a my for God. another day. <laughs> <sighs> you just you know you've just lost all perspective. Water skiing behind the. The twelve, the fifteen no, ring no, yacht, man. T- well, you can say that from a t- you know being a fan of a team that's never won in your lifetime. <laughs> so uh, I disagree. With that. Uh, by the way, how about that one too? When Von Miller was talking about how the Broncos did a, <laughs> did him a favor, like they he, treated him well when yeah. they finally decided we're going to trade you, and they traded him to the Rams. He said they could have traded me to the Jets. The Jets were like, oof. <laughs> I appreciate I mean, uh, our, our CP, Mike Hoskins, who cut that up, did not use my shot of me on my side of the Zoom for that part of our interview. <laughs> During which, by the way, my daughter was uh, was running throughout the house pushing her Doc McStuffins cart. Oh, Doc McStuffins. Dude, when you're trying to interview Super Bowl 50 MVP currently of the Rams, and you hear the Doc McStuffins song, and the and the uh, I quickly hit the I quickly hit the mute. <laughs> That's what happens in this day and age. You know what I mean? Your baby girl, though, she is. She could do whatever she wants. Has she written any notes lately? Because that's one thing we're missing. Uh, oh, I, I, she might. Uh, Cooper wrote his uh, his his New Year's resolutions. I can I can oh, get those. Okay. Yeah. But nothing I hits kind of like a note from Taylor, Taylor when she's putting it down. <laughs> what were some of Cooper's resolutions? Uh, I I I don't remember off the top of my head, but we'll we'll, we'll bring those to you if if he cares to I'm have it brought. Hey, um, um, <clears throat> one last thing. <sighs> I need to get ready for this. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Oh, boy. I thought you were oh. done. Well, he spoke on our boy Bob Menery's podcast, our friend Bob Menery's podcast. Oh, goodness. And others. Mm-hmm. The 
full send pod. I apologize to the others who are on it. Menery is the only one I'm I'm uh, I'm following. Um, about Tom Brady, quote, to me, a friend is someone who's got your back. Not everyone in sports is going to be your friend. Tom Brady's my friend. Why? Because I'm a good football player. He needs me to play football. Wow. Imagine that. (laughs) Imagine that. Just again, just let this one marinate just for a second, right? Let this one marinate. After everything else, who was there to say to Belichick? And Kraft, get him. On the Patriots, the Patriot way, get him. Get him. Who's the one who took him into his house? Who's the one who said to the Bucks, let's get him again? I want him again. He also said that Brady's the general manager of the team. He yeah. said the podcast that, yeah. that his agent negotiated with Brady as the middleman. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure Tom was uh, figuring out cap. Tom's, does he have a, is there a TB12 system capologist? Is there a capologist that what Guerrero does too? Guerrero does it all. He figures, out, he figures out your body fat content, your gluten intake, and a little bit of capology. Is that what he does? A little BMI mixed with it's some full cap-ology. service. Ay, ay, ay. Come on. I think we're done now, right? <laughs> Until tomorrow. I think, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. <laughs> We thought we were done yesterday when we left here at 12 Pacific, and then all of a sudden an Instagram model started storying out all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, you could just Google what he said about Arians. I don't, I mean, but just let it sink in that, that Brady's, Brady was a transactional friend. That's it. Uh, I'll tell you what it is. If it was a transactional friend, let's just say it's a transactional friend. It worked out for you. Oh my God. Is that, is he... He's the goat of transactional friends. How many, how, many, how many spheres of the world can Tom Brady be the goat in? Right? If, if this was just merely transactional, just in terms of, hey, he needed me to play football. Well, yeah, sure. You, you know, uh, he's... Pretty damn good at playing the football for you, too, when your career was dead in the water. Dead. Who Twice. needed who more in that? He took him into his house. That's another part he of the transactional friend. He took him into his house. So I, said, so I said yesterday, Mikey, Giselle made him breakfast. Okay. Ah, I mean, I don't know. That's yeah, they were eating. So if you thought, if you thought, oh, if you thought honestly, yeah. if you're smelling a rat with Brady, why Brady's so interested in you, then don't take, don't live in his house. Then say no. I gotta exactly. keep it. I gotta keep it arm's length, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of don't trust you. And don't go to his house. Don't show up on an Instagram and smile and act like it's all great. It's mm-hmm. all you know, like a new, a new buddy buddy film. Right. Imagine how the audacity, totally the audacity, disassociated from reality you have to be. That's why I'm thinking again. Just get him some help, man. Too many people just put microphones in front of them right now. He's, uh, well, I mean, he's got his phone, so I mean, he's always going to be right. uh, danger. Now we're now now 
Now, now we're, we're done. done. Now, now we're done. Now. Unless, well, I don't know. Well, we got a weekend to kind of separate. Okay. Yeah, okay. True. And breathe All right. a little bit. All right. I, I mean, and just, I can't believe it. He needs me to play football. Well, um, I guess we'll find out. Is he playing football in, uh, in Carolina? On, uh, or at home against Carolina? So I guess he doesn't need him to play football. Play, I guess, needs to win winning football. Right. Now we're done. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, so let me just one last thing here. Recap, put a bow on. Coaches and quarterbacks he has pooped on. Big Ben and Brady. Where are they going? Hall of Fame. All right. Um Belichick and Tomlin. Hall of Fame. Okay. Where where might Arians wind up if they win it? Yeah, okay. Um, I would drop the mic if it didn't. Uh, wasn't so expensive. And it's attached to the. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's just spatially. Uh, it, you know, and you just kind of push it aside anymore, Rich. Okay, Mike. don't. You don't. could just push it aside a little bit, like. No, no I just dropped my pen. That okay. works. That works. You can do Perfect. a Collinsworth slide. Yeah, just slide yeah. right out of the picture. Just like the price is right, we'll go to an empty I'm, chair. Shop. And here's the thing: I've got, I kind of <laughs> feel here that you know uh, I, I, we're late for your grab bag now. Uh huh. Sorry. Right. So, right. let's get to it. I'm sorry. It's all good. All right. TJ's big ass grab bag, everybody. <laughs> let's let's cleanse the palate. Go for it. Hey, like we always do at this time, DJ Mikey D, cut the music. All right. Kaboom! <laughs> Guess who stepped in the room? TJ here. Listen, you were talking about something a minute ago, Rich, that is pretty much what this big-ass grab bag top five is all about, and that is Hall of Fame. You know, we, f- we found out yesterday that you broke the news to the legendary John Madden no via television that he made the pro football Hall of Fame. We've been talking about Antonio Brown and whether or not he gets into the Hall of Fame. You know, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Kurt Warner, gold jacket, Silver jacket. He's got all that covered. So today I want to talk about some people who have not yet made the Hall of Fame, but deserve to make the Hall of Fame. All right. And I'm calling this, they need a gold jacket and a bust, and it's TJ's top five. And what Brockman loves, there's not actually five, there's, there's nine, but you'll see why. There's uh, nine? There's nine. And you'll see why. Coming in at number five, I went with coaches. All right. I've got two coaches that I feel should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and that is Dan Reeves and Dick Vermeil. Dan Reeves, 190 coaches. And wins went to the Super Bowl nine times as a player coach. Threw a TD in the ice bowl, as you said, Brockman. Unreal. You love to talk about telling the story of the NFL. Well, the ice bowl is part of the story that you have to tell about the NFL, correct? correct. So, you know, led two teams to Super Bowls as a head coach. I feel like Dan Reeves should be in there. Passed away recently. Too bad he couldn't have got the roses when he was alive. Which brings us to Dick Vermeil. He's a guy who I he's feel going, like... He's going, man. He's in the finalist. He's in the finalist. He's in the and, launch um, position. We're hoping he gets it in there. Me just too. Just for the speech alone, there won't be a dry tear in the eye. You, or a dry eye in the oh, crowd. You yeah, know that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, He's just going to have everybody teared up. And, you know, Dick Vermeil, what, 15 years, 120 wins, Super Bowl champion. And when you talk about changing the game, the greatest show on turf kind of changed football, right? Much in the way that Steph Curry changed basketball a little bit. He was the architect. He was the head guy. So let's give him his credit and put Dick Vermeil in there. 
uh, as well. Coming in at number four, this goes out to Raider Nation. I've got two Raiders that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. First off, we got Lester Hayes. Mm. Lester Hayes, member of the all-decade team of the 80s. He has the most picks in Raiders history. He had 13 in one season. He's a five-time Pro Bowler, two-time Super Bowl champ. And uh, I think the one thing that's keeping him out, and the fat boys said it the best, stick him. That might be the reason, but I, I don't think that that should be the reason. Now, man. Yeah. The gloves are so, like stick him. Lester, and he was a, he was a lockdown shut down corner and if I recall correctly Lester Hayes would uh, put a hurting on you too when he hit you so he, Branch, he, he should huh? be in there. you got Cliff Branch uh, 14 year career three time Super Bowl champion one of the best deep threats of all time at that moment uh, when the game really wasn't about deep threats uh, three time all pro Cliff Branch who passed away a few years ago should definitely be in the Hall of Fame he should have a bust in the gold jacket um, at number three this goes out to Steelers Nation we got L.C. Greenwood and Heinz Ward, two people that I feel definitely deserve to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Heinz wasn't even a finalist. Wasn't even this a finalist, year. man. It's heck, crazy. Man. You got L.C. Greenwood, Rich, right? Member of the the famed Steel Curtain, one of the greatest defensive lines of all time. Four time Super Bowl champion, five time Pro Bowler, two time All Pro, and L.C. Greenwood bought gold shoes into the world like he was out there to differentiate himself from me and Joe Green LC wore gold high tops we're sneaker fans Brockman so yep. you know I, I kind of dig that yeah. LC Greenwood should be in the Hall of Fame and Heinz Ward 14 seasons two time Super Bowl champion Super Bowl MVP he was a physical wide receiver. He did everything right. And Heinz Ward would put a, a hurting on you, too, as many uh, DBs can attest to. I feel like Heinz Ward should definitely have that gold jacket and a bust. Um, at two, I'm going a little homer on here, man. I got to do I got to talk to Cowboys Nation. Two people that definitely I feel deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. First off, we have Chuck Howley. All right. Or Chuck Howley. I'm sorry. He was the only person. To win a Super Bowl MVP from a losing team. All right. That, that's in itself impressive, right? 15 seasons, a member of the Doomsday defense. Um, 25 picks as a linebacker, Chris. That, especially in that era, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. I, I think Chuck Chuck deserves to be in there. And Darren Woodson, three-time Super Bowl champion from the Cowboy Dynasty, all-time leader in tackles. Darren Woodson should be in the Hall of Fame, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna get in there soon. Um, but but who knows, you know? So number one is what? Number one, coming in, number one, this is just a single guy, and I can't understand why he's not in there, and that is Roger Craig of the San Francisco huh. 49ers. Marshall would be, Marshall be pounding the table. Part of the San Francisco 49ers dynasty, Rich, a three-time Super Bowl champion, first player ever with 1,000 yards receiving and rushing in the, in, in the same year. Roger Craig was one of the best all-around backs of all time, and what he did in the playoffs was legendary, too. The guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and I can't for the life of me figure out why Roger Craig isn't in there, but that's my my top five or nine guys who need a bust and a gold jacket. Let me throw one more Raider like in there you. for you. Yeah. Let me throw one and more I, You're going to say Jim Plunkett, yes, right? Sir. Yeah, and I, I didn't put oh, him yes, in there, but he was definitely oh, in yeah. the consideration. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the two largest, you could say, Raider uh, Nation snubs mm -hmm. on this front. You know, one was Flores. That got rectified. Yeah, that's and the other is Plunkett, who was the first overall pick of the Patriots. And he set the their yeah. their team record for rookie touchdown, pass touchdown passes that Mac Jones just broke. In a 14-game season. Correct. And, you know, then he won championships. Yeah, too, right?
Come on now. Yeah, def- definitely Jim Plunkett deserves to be. Jim Plunkett well. is one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the Raiders. Oh, yeah. So. And I think I just didn't put Plunkett because with the quarterbacks that also aren't in, right. I just felt like Hayes, there's no reason Lester Hayes is not in the Hall of Fame. And Cliff Branch well, should be as well. So. Well done on the grab bag, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take a break. A.J. Dillon of the Green Bay Packers when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Never chatted with him. Look forward to this. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> hey, Mercedes-Benz Vans wants to one wants you to figure out what your dream is again. You know, because it's been a while, most likely, that you have placed your dream aside. Whether that dream is to just tap out and go see the country, go visit friends, go have an experience with your family or friends, and the way you can do all that is by hopping in a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, a totally customized premium ride from Mercedes-Benz Sprinter and live that van life. Or it, even more important, obviously now, it being a new year, is to start your own business. Maybe that's your dream, is to go and get a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter where you can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist, blind spot assist. There's that MBUX voice command system. And you can expect amazing performance and reliability of five-star dealer network and available gas engine for you if that's the way that your dream runs. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. And joining us right now on the Mercedes-Benz van's phone line from the Green Bay Packers. We've not spoken to this guy, but I, I, I talked about him a couple of weeks ago. 
that um, he's the closer of this team, not named Aaron, not named Rodgers, not named Jones. He is in his second year out of Boston College, A.J. Dillon of the Green Bay Packers. How are you, A.J.? Doing uh, doing very well. Thank you uh, for having me. I appreciate the time. Absolutely. I don't know how to start with you. Uh, all right, let, let's go right into the overalls. What the hell was that? Were you not cold with the overalls uh, after the game? You know, Let's just jump you know, right in. It, it was on? definitely cold out there. I'm not going to be that guy who's like, oh, the cold's a mindset. Yeah. Um, but after you've been out there for a long enough time, it all does kind of feel the same. And at that point, uh, you know, I had to represent. I'm always talking about uh, being a, a, a Wisconsinite or a mm-hmm. Scon, as some would call it. So it was only right I go out there and represent. That's a choice. I'll be honest with you. Don't you think that's a choice what you did? So, so walk me through the process. Did you know? You know, I guess I know you went out on on uh, the post game show uh, after beating the Vikings right here on Peacock, as a matter of fact. Uh, in yep. your overalls, would they just hang in there? You're like, screw it, I'll just run out there in this right now. Is it, walk me through the process. It, it, it's actually, it's actually what I wore uh, pregame. Oh, so I wore uh, wore walking in the locker room. You know, it's just kind of. I really thought they embodied that work pail mentality. Mm-hmm. I was kind of wanting like everybody was talking about, you know, it's going to be physical, it's going to be a gritty game, and that's just kind of, you know, the mentality I had. So for, for really it was for the mentality for me just kind of getting myself into that uh, idea. Uh, it was also funny. And then, you know, I was like, hey, you started with it, you got to finish with it. So here we go, back outside in the overalls. Well, I mean, in a way, that's that's the way you you finish it for the Green Bay Packers these days. Like you are, you, you seem to be in the role in, in certain ways of finisher. Has that been discussed with you that, you know, protecting leads, finishing things off, rolling you downhill, getting first downs, taking time off the clock and putting a W on the board, A.J. Dillon? Yeah. It's definitely something uh, I take a lot of pride in. You know, uh, when you get the ball in your hand as a running back or honestly any position, but that late in the game and uh, you kind of know the situation, the situations to, you know, keep control of the ball, keep control of the game. Uh, it is a lot of, you know, confidence knowing that your teammates, uh, you know, obviously 12 and uh, the coaches and staff and everybody believes that, you know, you can get the job done and do it at a high level. So, you know, I do look at those opportunities where I'm out there closing, as you say, or finishing um, as a big sign of respect. Like they, uh, you know, know I can get the job done. So, you know, it's cool. I'm just always trying to figure out, find my role, and help out the team as, as much as possible. And in terms of 12 and finding your role in 12, obviously referring to your quarterback and, and Aaron Rodgers, I, I kind of want to dive into this a little bit with you, A.J. Dillon, because lost amongst all the hoopla about Jordan Love's drafting, and what that meant, if you will, uh, was the fact that you were also drafted. And the conversation was, why take him too? That, mm-hmm. y- you know, and I'm wondering, how did you take that conversation that was being had nationally about your drafting? Because, you know, there was another Aaron there too. And it's just like, well, how does that help out the 12 Aaron by taking a quarterback and then taking somebody else at the running back position when there's Aaron Jones there? How did you handle all that, A.J. Yeah. Dillon? Um, you know, obviously I saw, you know, I, I did see everything and, you know, I'm the type of person, like I do like read through like the media and things that people say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like, I, I just like to read it just cause I like to see what's going on, but neither, you know, the good stuff nor the bad stuff is ever anything that gets me off of like my even keel. Um, but I just like to see what people say. And, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was kind of like, Hey, like, you know, I understood it. I understood it, you know, to be honest. Uh, you know, I, I hadn't uh, been seen as much as a pass catcher, and in this offense as a running back, uh, you do have to be able to 
do play all three phases of running back. You need to be able to catch, you need to be able to run the ball, obviously, and you also need to be able to protect. Um, we got the greatest quarterback to you know ever play the game, so you got to keep him up. And um, so just that, you know, I understood it, but you know, for me, it was just another challenge, you know, to come in here to continue working, continue to you know build my skills, and like I said, find that role, find where I can help out the team. And you know, last year. It was few and far between, um, but then when I did get the opportunity to try to make the most of it, uh, a lot on special teams. And then this year, um, as the season's progressed, you know, when my number has been called, I've, you know, really been trying to, you know, show up as much as I can. There's still a lot of growth and still a lot of things I'm trying to get better at, but, you know, I'm happy with uh, the progress. That's overall progress is what I'm most proud of and just continuing that. Well, you should be. Progress has been remarkable. And so did you get a – heads up a conversation that your number was going to be called more or were you just like realizing middle of a game you know my number's getting called a heck of a lot more is it, how did that work for you yeah i mean yeah i mean there is I, I obviously you know jamal is not here this year so last year i'd be on aaron and jamal so there was mm-hmm. coming into this offseason there was kind of you know the notion that you know i'd, I'd fill in that two role but you know you can never assume anything i mean we got a very talented running back room uh, obviously, Kylan Hill's hurt right now, but you know he was—he's an exceptional running back as well as Patrick Taylor, um, exceptional guys and great to be around. So you know we got a lot of talent in our room, and the good thing about it is you know we all have that iron sharpens iron mentality. We're really close in there, and uh, it's really a brotherhood. So it's a great you know environment to work and grow off of. And Aaron Jones has been like a big brother, has taken me under his wing since the second I got here. Um, so he's been uh, remark- remarkable in uh, in all that growth process I was talking about. I, I love that kid, man. Um, and I, I know you're another kid, but uh, so I'm referring to him, uh, <laughs> even though he might be a little bit more of an OG in a way um, to you. But Aaron Jones, I, I got to meet him. He came in this studio uh, a couple of years ago. I just love his energy. I love his story. I love his essence. And then you know, I mentioned his name to 12 Aaron Rodgers when he was on the show last year and he gushed about him. I'm wondering how Rodgers has, you know, has helped you with your role and growing into it and your confidence level. What, how has he been there on that front for you as a teammate? Uh, I mean, the stuff, uh, you know, it, it's honestly just really a humbling experience to, Kind of obviously, as as far as I've been watching football for as long as I've been watching football seriously, Aaron Rodgers has always been in the NFL and always been you know one of the best to play the game. So uh, I'm now obviously having the chance to be on the same team, go out there to battle with him, and you know learn from him. And he's always given me a little bit of nuggets here and there, things I can take, things I can work in my game. Like what? You got one? Uh, you got one for me? So yeah, uh, I mean just just little things like. Uh, in my routes, uh, just kind of how to come out of them, how to break the certain way, and, uh, you know, get my hands ready for the ball. Because a lot of times on those checkdowns, uh, you know, if if you are going to get the ball, like it's it's going to be coming to you by the time you're done going through your reads and looking around, you got to be prepared. Um, or, or running the ball, just chasing my aim points, trying to predetermine everything, just trusting it, trusting that the guys in front of you are going to do um, their job and so I think you know obviously he's helped me a lot with the X's and O's and things but the one thing I would say overall is he's definitely helped me a lot with my confidence uh, because there are a lot of things 
a lot of things that I hadn't done at BC that I'm asked to do now. And, you know, going out there and working with him and, you know, every once in a while, you know, when I do something, you know, well or something, he probably sees that I've really been working at and, you know, I get it right, I get that little nod. And that's it. You know, it's not anything crazy, but you get a little nod. And for me, that's like, hey, you know, all that hard work, you know, that stuff you've been doing, that studying you've been doing, there you go. You know, you you got it done. So those, those little things and, you know, I try to pay attention when he's talking to receivers and I try to take what he can – anything from there or anything from the linemen, just anything. But, uh, you know, it's really great to, you know, have 12 out there and be around him, and he's just a wealth of knowledge. I don't understand, AJ, because, again, you, you said you pay attention to things that are being said outside the, uh, the the locker room. I thought he was supposed to be a jerk, and thus he's not the MVP, AJ. Yeah. I thought that's uh, supposed to be the case. I'm, I'm kind of confused with what you're telling me right now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, a lot of people hate greatness, man. Uh, just what it is. Well, I mean, he you was know. talking about the off-season stuff, about the fans. I mean, again, this is an MVP voter saying he's not voting for Rodgers. How did that one sit in the locker room? I know Rodgers personally responded, but I'm just wondering how that all sat with you and yeah. your teammates. Uh, we didn't really talk about it. You know, we just kind of focused on the, the task at hand that's going on. Obviously, this week we got Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sure everybody has their own opinions, but – you know, nobody made any. We know what we know who twelve is. We know what he stands for. And we know he's a great leader and a great teammate, and uh, we all love him and support him. Well, and, again, uh, I guess then the question is then from that perspective, um, uh, is that the idea again? This 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 voter for this is an actual voter for the MVP talking about the fact that he wasn't available during the non-playing season when you're all going through your OTAs and things of that nature and then of course um, what happened during the playing season as well missing that game and so on and so forth with his uh, inoculation or what have you um, that that he doesn't makes him a, a poor guy and teammate and MVP that's so yeah. so I'm asking an actual teammate who's been there on the ground yeah. about all that yeah you know yeah no I mean you know everybody has their own you know, kind of things that they go through, you know, in the offseason, things like that. When when 12 is here, everybody on this team will absolutely say he's a phenomenal teammate and a phenomenal leader. Uh, and there's nobody, in my mind, that's more deserving of MVP. Um, besides the numbers, you know, the things he does, uh, the little things that don't show up in the stat book, um, you know, he's the best to do it. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. My two years in the NFL – um, he's been playing at such a high level, and it's so cool to see him be a part of. So, yeah, maybe it's uh, you, by my... the way. Maybe it's you, AJ. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I, yeah. Let, let's go. Let, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got AJ Dillon for a couple more minutes here from the Green Bay Packers. I've never really asked anybody this, but I've seen you know you work in your photographs uh, in in practice. What is your leg day like? What's what's AJ Dillon's leg day? In, in yeah. the, what's that? Walk it used to it used to be a lot. It used to be a lot more intense. Uh, you know, going back to high school mm-hmm. and you know early college oh when everybody's just trying to kind of show off and lift as much weights as you can. You know, I'd do what now for you know would be looked at so poorly upon. I'd probably squat and deadlift and lunge all on the same day and just try to load up the bar. But you know now it's just about you. They're obviously the quads and the legs are big, but yes, got to get them moving fast. Got to get them moving fast as well. So, no, I understand that, but know. I mean, like, what? So what's the what's the what's the quad right now? Oh, what's the quad size uh, right now? What do we got? Sir, 
you know. Uh, we'll get some. We'll start off with some squats, and then uh, mm-hmm. you know, then we'll get some movement in. We'll get some some side lunges, yeah. some stuff like that. Maybe some band work. Okay. Uh, get some flexibility in there, and then roll them out at the end. Make sure they're not too tired. I just cramped in the middle of that sentence, by the way. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, All right, Brockman, go ahead and ask him your question and send him on down the line here. Go yeah, for Chris Brockman, a- my, AJ, my compadre here. So I know you're super into sports cards. I've seen you pop up in the IG lives on a bunch of breaks. What do you love about the hobby? Who are you collecting other than yourself? And have you gotten anyone else in the locker room involved? Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with your last question and then we're back. But, you know, so I have, uh, obviously I got into the hobby this off season, and, you know, I was just kind of finishing up what I was signing for Panini um, and my rookie deal. And, mm-hmm. uh, I got, so I tried to get like Jordan in, Jordan Love, that is. And, you know, I told some of the running backs, so Aaron Jones has collected some cards. I know that for sure. Um, I know like Amari Rogers, I was telling him about it a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, hey, like keep some of those rookie cards now. Don't just give them all out there. But uh, you know, I love the hobby. I love uh, just kind of the the fandom of it. And I love. I'm a big collector, and I like uh, kind of collecting that memorabilia. And for me, what makes it really cool is, you know, now that I am a player, just being able to interact with everybody. Um, I do live breaks. Um, I'll go on the loop app and uh, so in the off season I'll be doing a lot more obviously it's hard to do in the season but mm-hmm. I'll get a bunch of boxes of cards and I'll rip them open and I'll send them out to fans uh, myself and get the shipping <laughs> labels and all that but it's just so cool to I love to interact with the fans as much as I can and you know that's something that obviously I know football I know the cards and I know how much uh, it means to you know obviously the people on the other end because I collect myself yeah what's the uh, biggest uh, one you've pulled in, yeah, what do you got? in a break what do you got uh, so I got in a break. I mean, for not for myself, but breaking for other people. I pulled some some one on ones. We pulled a one on one Joe Burrow rookie uh, last or like before this season. Um, a, a bunch of Herbert cards. There was oh the best the best one I got. It was a Joe Burrow Tua and a Justin Herbert. It was a booklet at a. I don't think it was National Treasures, but it was something, a booklet of all of them with the jersey wow. passion. I think it was out of like 10. Uh, I think it was 10 out of 10, so eBay 101. So that one was awesome. <laughs> uh, I got some good ones. People I collect, uh, obviously Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, uh, Otani. Yeah, oh, uh, man. That's yeah, got to be good. Yeah, do, you have a, do you have an Aaron Rodgers rookie card? How much is that uh, one? I ha- what do you got? I, 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 I don't have any. I have some. And, you know, I'm working up the, the courage to ask him to talk to me. <laughs> do it <laughs> here. I, I, I do, do it here. Let's do yeah. use this yes. moment to ask him, right? I mean, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Bring the, bring the phone in the locker room. Hey, can you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Right here. We'll, we'll, you know, it, it gets posted. It gets clanked around. He'll see it. He'll see it. You know, yeah. we follow each other yeah. on Twitter. I mean, so so you, yeah. like, you want him to sign the rookie card, right? Clearly, right? Yeah, yeah. At, at some point, you know, I am I'm a big collector. So I've had, like, uh, Randall Cobb sign some. And, okay. you know, I'm not selling them. I just hold them. I keep them. And, uh, you yeah. know, at some point, you know, I don't want to seem too much like a fangirl now. But, uh AJ, here's when we do it. Here's when we, AJ, here's when we do it. You score the next touchdown to like win a playoff game or something like that. Knock on wood for you. In the middle of the celebration, you say to him, "Hey, would you mind signing my Aaron Rodgers rookie card?" Like right there in the heat of the because what's he gonna say no to you? You just scored for him and the team. He will never say no. I'll just, I'll just hide it under the goalpost. (laughs) Something like honestly, you have to wait for the moment where he would never, he will, he he would never turn you down anyway. But I yeah, think it's all it's all it's all about the moment. Yeah, 
Gotta yeah, you got to pick yeah. your spot. Pick your spot. You've been doing that very well lately. I'll be very honest with you. Uh, so you did with the overalls. Uh, hey, AJ Dillon, thanks for the call. Let's do this more often. I really appreciate it, and good luck. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. And also, uh, yes, Jones did tell me to say hello. Oh, tell him right back. Yeah. Tell him I right. Will. Tell him right back. Showtime. He's one of my favorites. Thanks for the call, AJ Dillon. At AJ Dillon7 on Twitter, at AJ Dillon2 on Instagram, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Is there a more delightful running back uh, uh, combination in in, uh, in the NFL? I'm sure there might be. be in terms of coming on this show. People that we've talked to. Dude, they're set. Yeah, they're good to go. All right, I'll take a break, and then you, you need to translate for me the oh. conversation you just had with him with the cards. Will do, will do. Because I used to just get them, and there used to be an, uh, an inedible piece of gum in the pack, and that would be the end of my experience. Yeah, I like we ate so, it anyway, though, by the way. Yeah, uh, collecting and trading cards has changed. Always ate that gum. <laughs> Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. So, TJ Jefferson, you say... I'm saying the Titans might be a problem. Because Derrick Henry Derrick looks, Henry looks like he could be uh, oh, back. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Hey, man. I mean... So let me get this. Are they guaranteed to buy or don't they have to? No, they've they got to beat the Texans. So I don't know. He could even be activated for, and, oh, for oh, this oh, game. Hold on a second. The, the first game of Week 18 tomorrow... Fowler and Herb Street mm-hmm. calling Chiefs at Broncos, um, which is big for Chris because he's a Colorado buff and he's a right. he's a Colorado guy, yeah. and the the Broncos are his his yeah. team. Big but time. you know he's a lead pipe wielding professional. You wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, you won't know it. Um, if the Chiefs lose to the Broncos, then uh, then that's how Tennessee gets gets the buy. Right. Again, the reason why the NFL created they 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 were hoping to be very honest with you to have a couple of games. That had more implications yeah. to it on the playoff implicating action. Cowboys and Eagles, they just threw them on there because it's Cowboys and ESPN is a nice like, hey, great regular season ESPN. Here's a Cowboy game going out the door. And um, it's important, I guess, for playoff seeding possibilities. Let me get to this I mean, right here. Of, as a matter of fact, all the games, right? I think I have this piece of paper here on this 
I, I thought I had that uh, that NFC grid. I have too many papers, guys. There's a lot of crap on your desk. I know. I'm trying to find it. I have too much material. I mean, man. I gave you like 17 I have it. Here I found it. The Dallas Cowboys. There are, of the 32 scenarios of them being, uh, of, of all the seeding, there are, for Dallas to be, of the 32, there's only two scenarios in which Dallas winds up with a two seed. And of the 32 scenarios of the NFC possibility seeding, there's only two others where they're the three seed. They're most likely going to be the four seed. 28 out of the 32 scenarios are Dallas is the four seed. This takes a nice chunk out of the pie. So that's what I'm saying. It's like (laughs) Dallas, for those to happen, Dallas has to win tomorrow night for the rest of the week's results to lead to that. I don't have the 256 scenarios of the AFC to see. Look, Kansas City loses, that's it, for Tennessee to win the AFC South. So I found the piece of paper, everybody. It's color-coded. It's beautiful. Um, so Get your damn act together. Has uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering. Uh, um, has Antonio Brown said anything outrageous or enraging uh, in the last uh, in thirty the last, minutes? Like, Great. So then, then so then let's so, get yeah. sneaky good games in here. So oh, yeah, yeah, let's so, so so um, for that, Chris. Uh. Uh, you started off terribly. Yeah, we want to quit. Is there yeah, a possibility you get back to five hundred with this week? No. How many games would you oh, have to wager no, to do that? I'm, uh, I'm seven under. I'm okay. 22 oh. and 29. All right, everybody. Hey, oh. let's do eight then, man. No, 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 yeah. no. no, no. <laughs> There's still, there's still postseason. That's well, what oh, I'm really yeah, good. Still the post- okay, oh, good point. Okay. Still the post- okay. Uh, and as if we haven't had enough lowest common denominator stuff today, let's, uh, let's get uh, NBC News Emeritus uh, Tom Brokaw to introduce this segment. Go for it. Here's Chris Brockman with Sneaky Good Games. Contests likely to surprise you with their heretofore undisclosed competitive value. By the way, I'm, I'm not saying that Tom is lowest common denominator. I'm saying we're dragging him down to our denominator. Right, him introducing Sneaky Good Games. That's why, that's why I just want to right. make sure. I think that was an inartful way to start things. It's okay. You're a professional. Right? Thank you. Uh, all right, Sneaky Good Games, uh, three, you know, 500 the last couple weeks. It's all good. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus three and a half at Baltimore. I think they win this game outright, actually. Tyler Huntley's playing. But I think Pittsburgh's uh, going to want to try to play hard. They actually still have a playoff possibility, so I think they're going to play and win the game. I like Buffalo to just absolutely curb stomp the Jets. And Sunday night, I think we're going to get the scenario. And in case there's a tie, I want the team getting points. But I actually think the Raiders win the game. So you like Pittsburgh Getting three and a half. You know what I like most about that, Rich? I, I do think they might win, but however, if it comes down to a Justin Tucker field goal, I love that point five. So I like Pittsburgh plus three and a half. And you think the Bills are going to beat the Jets? Just curb stomp the Jets. Oh, boy. Because the Bills are playing for the division still. They have to win the game to win the division. Hey, the Jets don't have anything to play for other than just right. pride and for their coach and trying to get some good momentum going right. to the next going to the next year. And the Bills are building momentum towards the playoffs. They still can win the AFC East. And then same thing with Raiders and Chargers. I just think there's something going on with the Raiders this year. They've overcome so much adversity. I think they're going to win the game and make the playoffs. Best possible result for the Jets would be to, to lose this game close so they don't get blown out. And then uh, root for Arizona. So their, their two first-round picks get better. The Giants need to lose to the Washington football team 
and uh, and hope the Bears lose as well to the Vikings. And then their draft choices become better. Because uh, we'd like to end with something positive. Um, let's end, you know, on our Peacock segment. We come on the air on Monday. Matt Nagy have a job? No. Okay. I agree. When we come on the air on Monday, uh, does Joe Judge have a job? No. I say yes. That doesn't mean he's still going to have it. I don't think that they're going to be one of those, like, we're, you're, you're, we're calling you in the office as soon as Sunday's over. I say oh, you yes. you think he might lose it? I don't know. Week, I think or... that they're going to take their time. Yeah. That they don't need to jump on everybody right now. Well, they do, but they probably <laughs> won't. Mike Zimmer, have a job on Monday morning. I think it's time for a new voice. I do, too. In Minnesota. It's time for a new quarterback there, too. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what you do there. It just seems like. Well, certainly not give Kellen Mond a look if you, could, well, if you no. keep Zimmer a coach. Did you hear they're what he stuck, said? Did they're you stuck say, in the mud. They asked him last week after, after Cousins got COVID, you know, do you want to get a look at Kellen Mond? And he goes, no, not particularly. Why? I'm like, why not? And he goes, I see him every day. Yeah. Which is one of the coldest things yeah. I've ever heard. Zimmer not a fan of Kellen Mond. Uh, or I don't know. Does it mean they should, he didn't want him on the staff or not? If he if he didn't want him on the team, the general manager or something like that, that might be under that. But yeah. this is totally speculative, and I hate doing this because this is people's jobs. But this is the NFL, and this is it. Monday morning's going to be off the charts. Yeah. Thanks to today's guests, AJ Dillon, Ian Rappaport, and Von Miller. Have a great, healthy, and safe weekend, everybody. I'll be on NFL Game Day morning at three Eastern tomorrow, so it's really NFL Game Day afternoon. And then on Sunday, the two a days, the two a weekends have begun. But we'll be back on this show on Monday. Back on Peacock in a second.